Just a heads up, this episode was recorded during the 2018 Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Hey, you guys. Welcome to I Love Green Guide Letters, the podcast where we talk about the letters to the age, newspapers, television and radio lift out. I am Steel Saunders, and I do love those Green Guide Letters! Now, as uh, maybe people that weren't here for the the last Late Show on uh, Thursday night, we are in this giant room because the other venue thought uh, a curtain would block off the sound from a DJ and several hundred people listening to a DJ. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I've been having a, uh, a really fun time back in Melbourne, catching up with people and uh, re-experiencing Melbourne culture. And, of course, Good Friday, that is um, the day traditionally you have fish and chips if you believe in God. <laughs> and fuck, I believed in God, man. I was... Good stuff. Good stuff. I have to say, I just want to give out a free plug. If anyone lives in the Northcote area, there's uh, the Northcote Fish and Chip Shop just on the pedestrian crossing there, just when everything's sort of getting nice and gentrified. I feel very safe. <laughs> but they've got calamari rings that are like bracelets. They, <laughs> I don't know where they're getting these fucking octopi from, but they are a mammoth. So uh, there's your uh, fish and chip tip for the week. But I, I have been enjoying um, reintegrating into Australian culture. Um, after the show on uh, yesterday, I went back to uh, Dempsey's house to uh, catch up and have dinner and stuff. And then I got dropped off at South Yarra Station, my old station, by the way. Um, so I was, I was tearing up as I swiped my Mikey card. I was <laughs> ferrovated so many great trips here. But, um, so, I'm, it, it's about 10.30 at night, and I'm getting on the train, and as I'm sort of going to get on, these three girls all of a sudden, like, kind of late, come off the train. And they're like, obviously, um, they've had a good night out, right? And I, I don't think the night's going to finish anytime soon. And so, I, I sort of, like, get out of the way, then sit on my seat, opposite where I came in and then between like a, a coke machine and a seat is one of the girls with her undies down to her knees and fuck she needed to go. <laughs> it was on and I was just like I still call Australia And the really weird thing about it was that Thelma didn't even say hello to me. So, um... (laughs) The first mention's always the roughest, Thelma, don't worry. (laughs) Um... That was a a big setup for that. Uh, We're here to love some letters, and to do that, we need some letter lovers. So let's get a round of applause as we welcome back from the Great Australian Bake Off, it's Mel Buttle! 
one of the nation's finest stand-ups. It's Daniel Towns. And it's that uber-battling vixen. It's George McEnroe. Hey, everyone. Hello, Steele. Thank you for having me on your pod. Thank you for being podded. Wireless Mike, a.k.a. the big time. What? <laughs> now, I... Um, normally, I, I get... Sh- I don't know what happened there. I'm filthy. You put a tissue in with your wash, yep, babe. exactly. <laughs> Towns is like, what? Yeah, what's going on? The women of... <laughs> the two women on the panel have... I think maybe oh, you might have, have to, to press. press the button. There we yeah. go. Yeah, Mike wasn't on. Here we go. I've been, here, I've been here the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Shit on his pants. The host is fluffy. That's all we've got to say. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) um, Normally, I get really stressed out when guests are running late because Mm. I just get stressed out because guests are running late. Mm. But I texted Mel today saying (laughs) that we've changed venue to Kicks, and you replied... Oh shit, I love kicks. We're at the basketball store? Question mark, exclamation mark, praying hands emoji, love heart. <laughs> because there's a shop in Melbourne called Kicks 101. On Elizabeth Street. That sells Jordans and stuff like that. And as we all know, Mel is like from the streets. Um, yes. She uh, gets her hair braided at Culture Kings every Saturday morning. <laughs> And so she said, oh, sick, it's at Kicks. And we've talked about sneakers a few times. So I'm like, yeah, that's funny, having a podcast in the basketball shop. Yeah, I was going to steal stuff. I was looking forward to it. I was like, socks in my pocket. Yeah. And then you texted me about 15 minutes ago. Mm. I was at Kicks. (laughs) Kicks 101, the science of basketball, not open at 10.45 p.m. (laughs) on Easter Sunday. I hopped in an Uber, sorry, George, and I right. <laughs> whizzed up here. So, Steele, but his whole jam is shoes and he shoe shop and it makes no, it, sense. It does make mind. sense. It's a yeah. totally forgivable fuck up. But why would, I have it, why would I have it at a competitor's store? Go, learn them from the inside out. Reverse <laughs> engineer their successful model. Yeah, maybe you're gunning for a raise or something and you're like, hey, look at the value I can bring to this company. Yeah. I'm like, live shows. I, I know it has nothing to do with sneakers, but... Just an ironic venue set. That's what I would have thought. Like, I don't watch the Great Australian Sausage Sizzle and expect you there to be That's judging true. cakes. I wouldn't know anything about sausages. <laughs> I got a girlfriend. All right. <laughs> That's just filmed at Bunnings. I love Bunnings. Oh, there you go. Um, <laughs> One person. Thanks, mate. <laughs> this went so far still, because I'm staying with Damien Powell this festival. I even discussed with him today having to go and do your podcast, right? And he goes, man, that's cool that it's in a basketball shop, though. That's awesome, man. <laughs> <laughs> so it made sense to more people than just me, is my point. All right, yeah. I can't wait for all the... When I see people like, oh, congrats on the basketball venue. You're like, you're, you're this year's David Quirk. Like, yeah, that, Damo was like, maybe he's bought another shop. Doesn't he own a shop? I was like, yeah, maybe he's got another one. Do You You don't own Kicks 101, do you? I definitely do not. Oh, sorry, but they're no. nice people. How long has this venue been here? Uh, three days. Yeah, right. Because that, 
I was going to say, because you walk in and it's like, fuck, it's bright. Yeah. It's bright. Yeah, it's it very smells kind of new still. Smells clean. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It, it won't by the end of it this. It feels like an RSL. <laughs> like, this yeah. feels like those doors could, like, a half a conference room. You know, like, you open those doors up, there's another half of the room in there and we're just about to talk, I don't know, bloody some PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> One of the main things is the staff is still full of hope and joy. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, Until you said that, Daniel, anyway. That? We're going to get some quarter on triangle sandwiches soon. <laughs> They're very uppity. Um, I have continued to be impressed by the continued success of Sheba. Thank you very much, mm. Stu. And yeah. um, quite often it pops up in my feed when I'm in America and I click the little articles oh, yeah. about how... And you're always leaning out the car, looking very successful. They love a car shot. Yes, yeah. So can we do one without... No, you have to have the car, yeah. I was wondering, when you recruit drivers, mm-hmm. so I got one just before... A Sheba? Uh, no, an Uber. Oh, okay. An Uber. I know my role. Okay. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> right. And this driver, he couldn't work out if every stoplight, if he wanted to waste more petrol than brake pads. Oh, okay. Mm. It's like, a dilemma. I don't... Like, I don't know. I just <laughs> felt like it, there was... For every red light, there was too much of my spine was getting removed from the seat. <laughs> Which is, like, once you get down to about here, yeah. I'm not sure what that one's called. That's bad. But that is, like, <laughs> just chill out, bro. Are you still on your P's? No, they're not allowed to be on their P's. You've got to have be 21 with an unrestricted driver's licence. That's across every state and territory in Australia. Mm, which is where we run. Yep, yeah. that's right. So, yes. So, do you have any, like, do you, like, do you test drive the nah, drivers? No. Nah. You just, just trust them? Just wait for them to have an accident and then say, <laughs> <laughs> can't drive with us anymore. <laughs> we're, not, we're not made of money still. <laughs> Fucking hell. No, we, we just hope for the best. What you do is you onboard them all with a licence and their vehicle has to be tested and they've got road work. And now there's legislation. It's, it's, so, it's so tedious and it's different from every state. Not one state or territory calls it rideshare. So every state calls it something else, point to point, booked vehicle, like, like no one uses the term rideshare, it doesn't exist in any government literature on this topic. So every state is called a different thing and needs a different requirement and a different age car and it's, yeah, it's ridiculous. Has there been many accidents? We haven't had any yet, but but that's because like there's a, it, it's an interesting thing, like the average age of our driver is 51. And also, women are 6% of the prison population. So, if you think about fuckwittery, you're on mm. a bit of a winner when you're engaging just women. Oh, really? Because mm. in my male brain, I yeah. was like, underachievement. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know where women hold their own is in fraud. So, we have had a couple of spectacular, like, really good fraud uh, operators. From the, from the drivers? No, no, passengers. Because I was just about to ask, because I just read a thing about Uber drivers. I like, did, putting passengers. fake spew in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that so was I was like, cool. and then you, when you said that, I was like, oh, okay, maybe it doesn't. No, so we don't have that system. We're ahead of that. So if someone gets sick in our car, so I drive every weekend, and if I think someone's about to have a jan jack, I say, do you know what's free? Pulling over. Do you know what's not free? Is if you, because we just get the receipt for the cleaning bill. So the driver has to actually get the receipt for the cleaning bill mm. from a cleaning specialist and then present it to us. Yeah, right. So we're small and local and people ring up on the phone. We're very old-fashioned like that. Well, that, that's a tough dilemma that you need the cleaning bill receipt. Because like, if you're doing a late-night drive-around, yeah. that means you've got to keep the spew. 
No, you don't, because we, there are 24-hour cleaners all across the country. For If someone has a spew in your car, you can get your car cleaned on the spot. So how far you got to drive to get it done? No, not very far. There's what, two in Fitzroy. Like, I, every, I, can, I can tell you where they all are. They, they run for rideshare purposes and cabs. Yeah, and ca- yeah right. So, right. Dude, yeah. 24-hour spew cleaners? Absolutely. Where was that info in my 20s? <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what, how often people spew in their own car? Fucking never. Mm. So don't spew in a car. Like, you know you're going to be sick. You're not four. Like, it doesn't just come out of you like a bunch of chocolate crackles that you overate at your sister's party. Like, you know you're going to spew. Just don't. Just go, I need to pull over. I'm I'm an adult. I'm going to be sick. Or you could say it. Yeah. But there's a quiet, there's a quiet that descends just Mm -hmm. before somebody loses their lunch. And I have these great Walmart Ziploc bags and they seal in all the flavour. And it also, you can hold someone's... Those hospital bags, they're nonsense. Don't get those because mm. the smell, mm. it takes away. But if you get a Ziploc bag, you She's can right. fit your whole face in and then you seal it and then I give it to them as a parting gift. And so I believe this belongs to you, ma'am. There you go. <laughs> Take it with you. <laughs> you may want to have a think about that tomorrow and make better choices. Yeah. But um, at the same time, you don't tell them that they're iPhones on the back seat. Oh no, we well we people don't we we do keep their phones like if we have a bit of lost property action. Yeah. But everyone knows it's a, it's a very small community, so we're in touch with our drivers all across the country all the time on Facebook, which is a good and bad thing. You know, they tell me all of the things. Yeah. I've got a favourite driver of yours in Brisbane. Yes, who's that? Susie. Oh, Susie Medlin, champion. Yep. Oh, no, is oh, that look at this. <laughs> this is it. This is it. This is grassroots shit. Here it right. is. <laughs> It is grassroots, which is why I drive, because I want to know what all the other... Like, we go to the driver meetups and talk to all the ladies and who's doing what and who's getting a route and who's not. And how, it's lo- good. how long have you been doing this for? Uh, just a year. I've, we just turned one on International Women's Day this year. Yeah, so, right. Have yeah. you seen Bojack Horseman? Yes, no, and I've had that joke thrown at me about. Oh, well, 4, I wasn't going to make a joke about it at all. I wasn't going to make a joke about it at all. And I've also had, when are you going to make Heba? Oh my god! Like I wasn't going to say. What about us? What about? No, a guy wrote to me the other day. It was great. He's taking me to the Human Rights Commission on the basis that he can't get a Sheba. Really? He said, "Yeah, good luck with that, cockhead." I didn't actually write that. I just mm. said, Should have. thanks, thanks that, for your letter, Brian. Um, appreciate it and good luck. Brian, they're all called Brian. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Brian was very distressed by our service Ugh. and I love saying to those guys, and are you less safe because Sheba operates? And they go, no, they're not. Also, Brian, get in your 1994 Ford Falcon and fucking drive yourself home, dickhead, <laughs> all right? <laughs> You've had two shanties <laughs> up the RSL. I reckon you're right to go, mate. God, Can you come and work at Sheba? We need someone like you on the phone. Yeah. Oh, I'm great with people. <laughs> I thought I was until I started running a business. Mm. Now mm. I'm like, fuck, No, nah, people. people are dickheads. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. My son's working for me at the moment and I have, he's got this... When people say, Can I order a Sheba? They want a taxi. And they go, No, it doesn't work like that. You've got to have an app. And then I just hear him saying... No, the app store isn't a place you can go to. It's on the internet. Oh, no. Oh. It's on, and then I just watch his little face. He's 19. I think, oh, poor darling. <laughs> You're earning your $8.50 an hour. <laughs> you really are. <laughs> can I ask, while we're on this ride-sharing topic, because I was recently brutalised when I read my Uber rating. What, what, what is what it? What did you get? Just by the way, what is it? First what? of all, have a look at my fucking face. 
this is me in an Uber. Oh, really? And and how do they do that where you're from? Oh, it's oh Tandoori. Be- oh, I love Tandoori. Right, that's me. <laughs> I'm a 4.85. Ridiculous. What do you have to do to get a five? Well, I think I know what you have to do. <laughs> but, um. oh, it, only, it only takes one four to drop it down, though. Well, yeah. that's what I tell myself. I, you know, well, like it's what like, are you? Like, I think 4.86. I think I'm, yeah, anyway, we're talking about Uber, not fucking comedy here. Let's not, <laughs> <laughs> let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Steal? I'll, I'll check that now. I, yeah, check it. Once I, I got under five, I entered the realm of not giving a fuck mm. because I realised they'd still come pick you up. And then I was like... Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, because I remember it was... I was quite shocked to find out I was under five. Because you used to have to ask the Uber driver to look up for you. I think now you can yes. just see yeah, it. Yes, you just can there. see it. 4.83, by the way. Sorry, I was... Oh, uh, you I'm not as good well. as I thought I was. Yeah. <laughs> How do you check? It's just there. Press the settings, like the top left thing, and it it's just, just there next to your, your name. Yeah. Oh, 4.71. Oh, there you go. What You've had you a couple wrong? of bad trips back. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Well, obviously, none of my drivers uh, work for the Herald Sun. <laughs> Uber drivers have, in, I don't know what it's like here now, but Uber drivers in Sydney, they've started ringing and asking where you're going. And yeah, like, and if it's not it's worth it, like, they just don't. Oh. I am going oh. to tell you to fuck off. I did that to one of them. I said, mate, you can't ask that. And then I cancelled it, booked another one, got the same fucking guy. <laughs> Cancelled it again and then just went and got a taxi. Where you're going when you book it? You yeah, but they don't know until they get driver. there. As a driver, you oh. can't tell. They don't know until they pick you up. That's why they up. can't turn down first. Oh. That was their advantage over taxis. Advantage bottle. Sucked in. I'm just, I went from kicks to kicks. Woo! <laughs> 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 Yeah, no, that was part of the appeal when they launched it. Like, as cabbies are always like, where are you going? I know, like yeah, little yeah. locked doors. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I, uh, the one I got last night was, I have to say, the best dude of all time. He was telling me about how there's a water slide park opening in Victoria somewhere. <laughs> it's going to have a wave pool mm. that is worth $30 million. And whenever I'd say, oh, yeah, I saw one like that, and Kelly Slater was on to go, nah, mate, it's better than that one. (laughs) And he didn't quite know where it was going to be, but he could tell me that he was going to move near it because, mate, I'm going there every fucking day. (laughs) And I would have offered this ring into, like, because I thought, like, this could be my life, mate, that he was just projecting the rest of his life around a vague area where a wave pool might be opening. But isn't that the most beautiful thing, that he'll be happy every day of his life? Mm. If only someone would tell him the location. I wonder why they're keeping it secret from That's him. That's a big thing for Australia, though. Like, something like that. Mm. Like, it's been like, you look at the size of the place, how many people live... But imagine yeah, if that no. could make you happy. Just going happy to the wave park. If there was a wave pool like that yeah, near me with real as waves, kid. as opposed to having to go, even now... Like, Every day? Maybe. I like the water. I like, yeah, why not? I'm going to take you to the park and, and show you the swing. And I like to, you know, I like to go with the conversation. <laughs> and Me just, too. And just, like, please people mm. because, you know, deep down I, I do want to get the rating back up. <laughs> and so I was going, oh, yeah, mate, I love water slides. Like, I love water parks. What water slides are they going to have? He goes, nah, mate, no fucking water slides. Just a wave pool. Oh. And I was like, That's the shit of do you have to bring your own surfboard? I suppose you don't know. What if they had like a, what if they had like a skate one, like the ultimate like skate one, right? Some some mega thing. Uh, the ultimate what? No, skating. 
Like roller, whatever like you're skateboarding. into. Skateboarding, yeah, whatever you're fucking into. Like Rollerblading, is that it? <laughs> <laughs> what about if they had the ultimate complaint letter no, you know, wrapped in like a cat? Whatever, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, if they were going to open the ultimate skate park, yeah. I would, when I read about it, I would remember what town they were going yeah, to build true. it in, yeah, yeah. and then I'd start looking for rental properties in that area. I think he didn't <laughs> want to give you the information. I think he's hoping to keep the prices down, <laughs> and this is now top secret. He knows exactly where the fucking place is being built. He's just not letting you know. You could probably narrow it down. Like, straight away, it's not coastal. Right, so it's going to be a big city mm. centre in the suburbs somewhere. Where, where's big in the suburbs? It it's has a massive population. Gumbaya Park. Like, it's got to be one of the new places. That's where the like city that. meets the country. It is. Yeah. yeah. yeah right. I've seen the ads. Yeah. Um, I should have got him back and I, I would be like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I live in California. I, I love going to Disneyland. And he's like, oh, whereabouts is that? And I'm like, oh, it's around, you know. Right. Give it a You'll Google. Find You'll find out. Yes, can't really where, tell you. Where are you living now? Uh, West Hollywood. All oh, right, because you were talking about integrating back into Australian society and stuff, and I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? Is no, he he's, been, <laughs> he's only here half he the year. Yeah. I haven't seen you since this time last year. I'm stealth, you yeah. know, yeah. in yeah. and out, real quiet. <laughs> I bet his five-star passengers got the address of the water park. I bet he saw your writing mm. and thought, nah, this guy doesn't get it. He doesn't get the keys to the kingdom. Fuck a lot of taxis. Um, <laughs> Daniel, how's your comedy festival going because I've been watching your Instagram account yeah it's good and and like, it, it is really he's uh, this one here he's <laughs> he's sold out three shows that are on at the same time I just you know what I just came into it and I just went you know what like everyone posts whatever and I thought fuck it like it's hard enough plugging a show as it is mm-hmm. on social media so I just thought I'm just gonna have a little bit of fun with all the cliches and tropes. So wait for it. There's one. Of, there's one coming of me pointing to the sold out sign as well. Like I'm, I'm uh, fucking going all in. I like the one. There's two. That, <laughs> there's two that are my favourites, and it's the one with there was like this like hospital scene oh in yeah, the Herald yeah, yeah, Sun, yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh, Daniel's uh, in in the version they published that you weren't in there. And yeah, I, obviously, I also um, I like the one where. Um, you thank Cam Knight's crowd for having oh a yeah, great yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is in all your years the um, like the craziest thing? Because you've done many festivals here. How this many have you my, done? This is my thirteenth. Yeah, I know. God, I thought this was going to be my lucky so one. Um, I'm going to kill myself. I'm <laughs> so tired hearing. So about tired. Oh, man, I'm pretty cool. Like, I go home after my show and go to bed. Like, I don't really have mm. any crazy stories. I woke up today, I'd totally forgotten about this podcast. Like, it shows are an hour earlier today, and I was like, oh, I can't wait to go to bed at 8.15 and just <laughs> go to bed. And then I went, oh, I've got that fucking podcast, don't I? But then it's still, you know, it's a good guy and it's a good podcast. And I was like, I'll do it. You know, and here I am. But yeah, well, like, I'll give I don't you know. An Man, like, I'd, like, I'd the worst, like, I'd put my things down to the grinding side of it. Like, either accommodation or just, like, fucking, you know, like the first one, staying on someone's couch for a month. Like, you <laughs> asked my memories of the festival. Like, yeah, I've had some, you know, the worst one ever wasn't even in Melbourne, it was in Edinburgh. And it wasn't even, like, at the time, it was the best time of my life. Like, I was like, just don't think about the money. Just don't think about the money. And then I spent five months in the UK working off a of debt. Like, my agent paid me, and then I paid him all the money back, except 400 pounds, and my rent was, like, 300 pounds, and then I kept, like, 100 pounds for the month, and he paid, like, for all my train tickets and everything, because I just thought, I can't go back to Australia with, like, 10,000 pounds worth of debt, because that was, like, $25,000 at the time, 
So I was eating like this. Just sounds fucking depressing now. No, it's an expensive. Yeah. But, but, but I was eating like once a day. There was a fish and chip shop. They had chips for like a pound ten. You know, this was like ten years ago. How big know? were the calamari rings? What's that? <laughs> they didn't have them. They had like fish and chips. They don't even fucking know what calamari. That sounded really depressing. Like it was fun. No, no, but, but we were talking a, before. People think you time. get paid to do the festival. So people who don't are not comedians think that when you get asked to when you become a performer for a drug story in the comedy something. festival <laughs> they say you know how much are they paying you to perform and you go no 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 it does not work like that my friend yes. you pay them to perform and that really shocks people they can't believe that you actually have to pay for and just hope that you get a good room and you hope you get venue and you know that it all works out but you're competing with about 500 people, aren't you? Well, it's Just like a, what's, what's those, you know, like technology expos or something, like people, you know, have a presence at a place, like mm. an, indus- an industry convention type thing, I guess, mm. you know. Like, yeah. It's a trade show. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it swings and roundabouts. The bigger problem we have is people are wanting to share. So the car's a bit warm, they've had a couple of wines, you know, I'm in my Ugg boots, dressing up for the occasion as always. And people, you pull into their driveway and then they want to tell you about, you know, all of the things. All of the things that have ever happened and might happen and have happened. And and then you have to sort of kind of kick out of the, say, oh, sweetheart. (laughs) Otherwise, I'm like, I'm sure that your stepbrother and you will make a great couple, but I don't want to hear about it right (laughs) now. (laughs) It is weird though. Like, honestly, like, on on a, like, different to a taxi. Like, I get taxis now if I'm in a bad mood. Like, yep. just for my Uber rating. You know what I mean? It's like, no, nah, I've got the shits. Like, I've, it's, I'm not jeopardising <laughs> this. I'm not informed. Yeah, like, I'm... <laughs> but, like, if I... Because I know if I sit in an Uber or, like, a ride chair or anything, like... You, <laughs> You're I, going home and you like, no, I can't have reviewers no, in tonight. I, I sit in... Like, I sit in the, I sit in the front seat... <laughs> and I've, I talk to the person, right? And, yeah. like, sometimes you, you'll have a conversation, like a decent conversation with them yeah. to the whole destination. And then you get there. And I just want to go. And in my head, I'm like, I just want to go. But then you think, what's the, what's the right thing to do here? You can't just, like, close the conversation off and go, all right, oh, see yes you back. Oh, yes, you can. No, like, I want to as well. I want to. But, like, there's the part of me that's like, oh, okay, we're pretty both invested in this. Like, so and so you just let it peter out and show it for the superficial thing that it was. Yes. Like, just the pretend thing that it was. Yeah. So yeah. why don't you just sit there? Like, why don't I just sit there inside? That's for 20 exactly minutes what I do. No, Jack, do you really? They, and yeah, what was your rating again? 4.85. Fuck that. I talk. <laughs> I try and I'm 4.83. All right. I'm sitting in the, where do you sit, front or back? Back. Oh, I'm sitting but in the back now. Do you ever put headphones on? No, oh, no, no, okay, not, not that right. rude. Not every driver wants the jibber jabber either. No. Like, I took three hens, women, that, what, what do you call them? They'd been at a hens party. I picked them up from King Street, drove them out. The trip was to Warrigal. So I was like, fucking booyah, right? Big cash. But they all wanted to stop and have a wee on the way out. <sighs> and you know how freeway, well, you know how paddocks look really smooth and even mm. from the road? But then when people get out of them who are probably 180 kilos in stiletto heels toddling off into the distance, I'm just thinking, fuck, thank God I've got public liability insurance because someone is going to do an ankle. And then I just, uh, these cars flying past me. And I was like, then they got into a fight. The mother of the bride got into a fight with her daughter, who was the girl to be married, had cracked onto the stripper more than the mother would, than she wanted. Her mother, she said her mum was trying to root the stripper at the inside. <laughs> and I was like, there's just some things I don't need. To and then the mum said, well, your father hasn't made me feel like a woman for a long time. And I was like, okay, I need to go home now. 
<laughs> well, see, some people would probably love that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Some well, drivers would be like, all oh, right, let's go. <laughs> like, let's, let's get into yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't. I was just thinking about the little bits of wee on the back of my seat because I didn't have paper. I was thinking, oh, I don't want four little wee stains. Yuck. Yuck. Women are pigs. <laughs> so, all right. So... so so, so when you, when you sit when you sit in the back of an Uber, what do you what do you think you look like on the outside? What do I think I look like on the outside? Like just to, just to people that are rocking past that don't know it's an Uber. Um, a, a huge fucking celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> in the back of a Yaris. Yeah. Hello, it is me. I think they can put the key signs and symbols together, Townsy, and work out. Not my fucking boyfriend, and I'm just sitting in the back being <laughs> an absolute asshole. That's why I sat in the front though. Because I used to sit in the back. And but women, thought, oh, women are told not to sit in the front seat. What's that's that? that's a directive from yes. the police for women to always sit in the that's back right. seat. For women, really, because yep. you know, for the drivers, it's like don't let anyone sit in the back seat because if someone's going like, like choke oh. you or whatever, yeah, that's from yeah. the back. That's a French bulldog. I'm not going to choke I go out back any to drivers. <laughs> women are six percent yeah, of the yeah, prison yeah, population. Yeah, yeah, sure. Probably yeah. not going to need. No, I'm always thinking that'll be very hard for them to grab a puss. That's that's. So I sit where they can't reach. That's that's what we think. Mm. Where, where, do you, where do you prefer a, a passenger to sit? Uh, I don't mind. I, I like them to sit in the front seat. I love it when girls get into the car and go, I've never sat in the front seat of a taxi or a rideshare mm. car. That's a nice thing. Because then they can go, oh, I can relax. So that's nice. As long as I don't use to eat all my mints. Yeah. Like the, I, the raw, fresh mints that I keep. You know, the meat in the front seat. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> your pork like, mints. <laughs> this is obviously hyper lame, but I always sit in the front... Just to say, I'm a man of the people. Well, that's that's what is nice. We're buddies now for yeah. the next ten I minutes. I feel the obligation. Well, that's why I do yeah, it. Yeah, but I think people don't... You think that until you've had your first cab driver put their hand on your knee and then you go, oh, oh yeah, well, actually yeah, I'm going to sit in the back seat now. Because you've yeah. had never had... I know taxis. I'm in the back all the time. I, like, why? Why do you distinguish between taxi drivers and Uber well, drivers? Well, because the taxis just got... Like, it was just a service. Like, they don't talk, they're on the phone, it's AM radio the whole time, you've got no say where Uber came out, it's like, you control the radio, you control this. I thought, you know what, they're making a bit of effort. Okay, so I'll I. reward but them like with... I d- I d- you're right, I don't know it from, like, the perspective of... Yeah, because you've yeah. never had your cock touched by no, a driver. No, no, <laughs> it can well, happen. I have. Maybe tonight, um. <laughs> I have you. That's where you got the high rating. <laughs> It's, it's, it's an interesting thing when I talk about you, but when you say to blokes who haven't ever had, you say, oh, no, women like to sit in the front seat, and they go, oh, fuck, I've never thought about that. Like, that's often the p- turning point where they go, oh, actually, yeah, that would be different. Like, I would never think of the back Your of the safety. front as anything about me. No. I'm just trying to... Be the nice guy. Yeah, keep yeah. my rating up. But sometimes <laughs> when I get into an Uber <laughs> in America, they'll have shit on the front seat as mm. a message of just, like, back seat, seat mate, mm. and I get... I'm like, hey, I was a man of the people. Fuck the people. Yeah. I'm out. 4.71. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ultimately, though, that's the kind of j- Uber driver I'd be. Like, Uber just goes against my whole personality because, like, I'm, I chat, you know, and I do all this stuff. But if I was a driver, I'd just be like, just sit there and shut up. Where are you going? <laughs> like, where, where are we going? Like, like, I don't need to hear it. <laughs> all right, you guys. Uh, oh, yeah, letters. How about we love some <laughs> letters? <laughs> yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. All righty. Thank you. This one is titled, Off With His Hat. Hmm. (gasps) Shane Dillier needs a lesson in good manners. He was invited to a home to share cooking and a meal. Such wonderful hospitality shown by this family. When one receives such hospitality, three things you do not do. 
keep your cap on when greeting the lady of the house, wear your hat when inside, and when sitting at the table, never have your hat on. They're all hat-related issues. (laughs) All three got it wrong. And that is from Barbara Matheson, Melbourne. And I I don't want to cast any dispersions, but that is a complaint that only a Barbara could have. Yeah. Hey, Barbara, Brian, these are names Mm. that are just going to be gone soon. In 20 years, 50 years' time, someone's going to be doing a podcast going, fuck, that's only something to Jaden. They'll come back, oh. yeah. That's only something that They'll Jade would say. <laughs> yeah, they'll be back. Someone yeah, will yeah. pull out a baby and go, welcome, Brian. <laughs> You're my little Brian I've always been waiting for. Would it be rude? It's Shane D'Elia, that's his name. D'Elia, yes. D'Elia, yes. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a first name. Like, no, 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 it's so his name. And, and he's a very nice fellow. And no, mm. at the end of the day, who cares what Barb, this name Barb of this, this hat wearing arsehole, <laughs> right? Hang on, is this, the, this is the guy that wrote the letter? No, no, Shane no, no is he's the, the guy that's wearing the hat. He's, oh. he's in a cooking show on SBS and, you know, it's like a Maeve O'Mara food safari kind of show where he connects with the culture. And he does beautiful, he does a lot of Middle Eastern yeah. stuff. He's a gorgeous, gorgeous Gorgeous man. boy, a few, few, that's, few that's tattoos. That's way better because I was like, how many letters has this guy written? But fucking oh, no, it's Barb. Barb, yeah. <laughs> Barbara Matheson who has a hat fixation. Okay. Yes. Right. I think the question you have to ask is, is what sort of hat is he wearing? Does she state? Just hat. No, just hat. hat. I think, yeah, she's very Emily Post etiquette, you know, what one should wear in an open carriage at going to a funeral on a Thursday. She knows it all. Like, you know, she can get fucked, really. But just get over your hat. Don't worry about it. He might have had lice. Maybe he's trying to, you know, do everyone a favour. Maybe he's a bald man who's trying to pull a root after the show with the girl who's doing the sound. You don't know, Barbara. That never happens. Are you making a connection between bald men and hats? Yes. They do love them a yes. lot. Really? They love That's them a lot. And at every fancy dress party, they'll wear a wig. Right? Well, one, of, one, of, <laughs> one of my friends in Sydney, he's a comic, and he, he started to, you know... Lose yeah. Lose he, it, but he started it. wearing a hat. And I just said to him, I said, man, your, 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 your stand-up is too honest. Yeah, ditch the hat. We you know, know. you're And he did it straight away. Like, he Good. was like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and, like, it's just, just men in their, like, mid-30s who are like, just, yeah, I'm into the Yankees now. No, you're not, cunt. I've got to say, though, like, I, I, I woke up one morning and I felt like there was, like, 15, 20 hairs on my pillow and I started freaking out. No, you'll be right. Look at you. Yeah, oh, yeah, but I still I was know. sitting there. That was I've enough hairs. I've got the other view at the back No, come him. on, don't freak me out. Like, <laughs> this is all I have. Also, you're very tall, so no one's... Who's yes. going to fucking see? You just have the advantage. I'll know. You'll know. I'll you'll know. know. Yeah. But yeah, like I was Googling it, like still for a few hours, you know, like Googling on that. But you, you know. know, it doesn't matter. Like, bald guys are hot and that's what they've got to understand. What's not hot is having little wispy comb-over bits or growing a very long beard to compensate. Yeah. It's not cool. Or wearing a stupid fucking golfing cap. <laughs> Chuck the cap, own your baldness and just, you know, get amongst yeah. it. own it. Own it. Yeah. Nude nut. Um, what if you don't have a good shaped head though? It, it doesn't... Look, well, doesn't, doesn't, like yeah, it's nothing you can do about that. It's still better than any effort to try and patch over it. Like yeah. It's never yeah. going to convince oh, no, anyone. T- yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. Like, it's if not a renovator's <laughs> delight. It's your fucking head, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I used to work with a guy who wore a wig and I had no idea. And then one day I just rocked up at work and he'd just taken it off. <laughs> and he just had all these like red splotches on his hair from where oh, the glue man. was. Uh. Most shocking McAfee day ever. But I didn't mm. know. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell. 
Well, like, I did you wear a wig? Like, I had no idea. Yeah. I am horrible at picking out... I, I'm, I'm so naive. I take everyone at... Like, I don't have a good wigger, you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah, me neither, actually. I just, you know, I don't see colour. I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Brisbane, of course I do. Don't be stupid. Um. <laughs> I, I do have to say, I, one of the things I always say I miss about Australia is fish and chips. Which yeah. I, I've been doing that. Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't realise how much I missed the term pull a root. I was, oh, I, I yeah. was like, oh, that is just, that is poetry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. So Did you pull? Yeah, beautiful was, turn of phrase. When was the last time you heard that? About five probably a minute ago out of my <laughs> mouth. No, no, before that, no, before that. Oh, I can't even... It, 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 it's who's not it's pulling, been a while, Daniel. Who's, yeah. not, who's not pulling this festival? Is that... Are you going to spill the beans on anyone? What? <laughs> no. Well, who was talking about pulling a root? I oh, know. no, Mel just said before. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. She yeah. Threw it out. Yeah, yeah. You've got a girlfriend. I, I You're pulling roots. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to go into it. All right. I I'm away from home for a month, so I'm just... Just going through the international scene, who might be a little <laughs> bit open-minded. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> who can keep their mouth shut and is going back to Scotland in a month? Right, let's... Have a check. Yeah, I was telling my sons that about how to be, you know, have good sex with girls. My three teenage sons, they love that conversation. Yeah, but they and do. And I said the key to it is shutting the fuck up. Like, that's mm, the main thing. Mm. Do what you do, and then don't Stop don't tell anyone about it's okay. it ever again. Yeah. Just get it done. Were and you then talking about just sex or like? No, my like sons were watching. One of them had cheating. been watching pornography, <laughs> and my dibber dobber oldest daughter came to me and said, "Mum, someone's been looking at this on the internet, and you need to talk to the boys." Which of course they loved. I said, "Let's come and have a family meeting and let's talk about porn." <laughs> and a I was saying, first thing you need to know porn. is that there are very few girls who like three penises." <laughs> very I, was about, I was actually about to ask which genre was it. Very um. unlikely <laughs> to meet a girl at your age who actually likes managing three penises at once. And also the best thing to, you know, there's only one thing you need to ask about it, you know, to be a good lover, which is do you like that? And then the second key is shut the fuck up. That's mm. being keeping your mouth shut. It seems to be a problem. Yeah, I reckon mm. your three kids were also thinking, shut the fuck up. They yeah. did. Well, I did say at the end, I did say, Finch, I'll say, are there any more questions? And Joe said, can you swear we will never have this conversation again? <laughs> and I said, yes, darling, it's done now. Honestly, I'm sure they'll appreciate it when they're older. Like, I never had that with chat with my parents. Yeah, well, like, well they didn't like me impersonating the three penises mm. going around my face yeah, well, and me trying it. to work I three why. dicks at once. Yeah, they yeah, probably, especially, yeah, that was a bit much. Maybe they saw familiarity to the movement. I don't know. And I don't know. <laughs> I just said, look, you know, you're all varied people. Well, it's just you don't want to think about it. You're, yeah. Like, yeah. you're 16. You're probably not going to meet a yeah, girl no, who no. likes three cocks. But, you know, maybe you do. Mm. I don't know. Well, you know, they, they're never going to watch a video like that now. Cause <laughs> so I think it's mummy. <laughs> mummy and the three. No, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that was part of my cunning plan to insert my, yeah, face mm. on. No, it wasn't. I don't care. That's a good way to roll it. Yes. Instant soft on yeah. forever. Bit of three cock Monty. That's yes. Great. <laughs> what about this one? It is titled Surprising Choice. Channel 7's top viewing food show introduces us to many amateurs. Hmm. I get it. But to scour the country 
which must surely include thousands of applicants, and choose a guy that doesn't know his pate from his patty? I'll pay that. (laughs) And that is from Scott Newton, East Perth. (laughs) Heads are rolling at Channel 7. Watch out, Scott's on the warpath. I assume he's talking about My Kitchen Rules. Yes. Mm. Yes, where, surprise, surprise, it's actually the cooking is not the focus of the show. They're just cast to type. We need villains. We need bitches. We need a hot dude. You know, like, it's... of course he doesn't know what pate and patties are. You can have a patty of pate, though. Because <laughs> <laughs> somebody knows. I didn't, I didn't even know there was, like, different types of, like, cooking shows. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, the cast things differently and, like, all right, we need, like, yeah, drama. Hey, you've never watched MKR. I don't even watch TV. Like, mm. someone says, hey, that's really good, and then I download it or I stream it. Oh, my God, you're so millennial. No, just time. Time (laughs) is important, you know. What are you doing? Building a fucking ark or something? What have you got? What are you so busy with doing? I've got things to do. I've got four (laughs) kids. I manage TV. I'm like 120 hours a week. Well, it's probably because I don't have kids. I'm just making the most of not needing something. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? I just got the three-cock image again. But, yeah, but the show is good. I love the, the... it's it's funny. To MKR. Watch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it fills up hours of my empty life. I yeah. I, I like love it. it. I like it too. Yeah. It, I got you won't learn first, anything. The first, first big brother. I got burnt. Yeah. And then okay. I was what like, do you mean you got burnt? Not burnt, but I bought into it, and I was like, oh yeah, it was like the first reality TV in this how country. How couldn't you but? No, but after the, after that, the next ones on it, they were just like they just. They saw what happened to the one that won the first one and all these careers were launched and they all got famous and the next people on it were like, that's what they were there for. And it was like, oh, okay. I'll let Chrissy yeah. Swan know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even watch it. Yeah. Well, there you go. We'll see the second She series. went nowhere after that. But there's a new show I can't wait to watch called Young... <laughs> no, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, <laughs> no, of course, maybe she did. No. Maybe did. Yeah, host, host Melbourne. No, yeah, I'm sure she did. And Queen of Moomba. Yeah. Um, but I'll anyway, I'll mention uh, your name. Yummy Mummies is coming on. What's and Yummy Mummies? Well, it's another. It's misogyny under a whole new name. Where mm. one woman I was reading today, um, in the little paper, uh, described herself as a, <laughs> as, as a brand whore. Brand whore. Yes, and I thought, oh, this isn't just going to be misogyny. So it's four mums who like to have nice things and then fight about their children. And oh, it's thought, real housewives of whatever for. But with kids in the mix too, to just right. to add that real element. Are they rich though, or are they just? They're rich right. and vile, and they've already described themselves as things like. I'm a bitch and I'm a brand whore and I just thought, oh, this is going to be good for I'm self-esteem of women everywhere. To that. <laughs> no, I'll be there. So, did you find that out when you were signing up to be a proud corporate partner, or <laughs> <laughs> you represent everything we believe in at Chiba? No, it didn't. But but I, I'm a bit like Daniel that I haven't seen any of the cooking shows because when someone's cooking something delicious for me, yes, like I don't want to watch that. So, why do I want to watch someone cook something delicious? For not me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good point. Yeah, mm. I just like yeah, I like the cooking shows because I hate cooking. So I just try and get some inspiration to mm. to cook shit. Now you you are a um, a successful host of a cooking reality program. Yeah, Townsy hasn't seen it though, so it doesn't count. <laughs> I've definitely seen the ads. Yeah, thank like you. I'm oh, sa- thank like you. I, like yeah, you do yeah, come yeah, off yeah. well in the I'm, ads. I'm aware. Yes. I'm aware. Dude, you've got ads on Pirate Bay. 
Oh, shit. I mean, I might, I, you know, I don't know what's happening uh, within the industry. God but do they cast on the Great Australian uh, Bake Off for, like, is there villains in that? Or is no. it just about the baking? No. No, it's, this is why it's such a different, like, reality show. It's like they're... Oh, that is the most bullshit yes. reality host no, started at any centre. No, <laughs> Our one's it. different, guys. No. Our, <laughs> our touchdowns really mean something. It is. No, it really no. does, because they're just all really nice people, they and they are. all cry when they have to leave. Yeah, and I cry. Except, well, except a couple of them, but... Um, <laughs> No, that if you look at them, they're fucking munters. They're old, they're fat. They're yeah. not... Like, if it was a proper reality show, they'd be, like, hot... There's, like... No, there are no hot Season ones. one, there was one hot girl. That's it. Every day I turn up on the first day, I'm like, I'm going to waste my fucking time again. <laughs> <laughs> so, we had, like, a 68-year-old grandma on this season. Like... No, like there's no there's villains. No villains. There's and no drama. We don't ask about their backstory. We don't know. You don't know anything about. Well, you can ask them. They do talk at you at lunch. I go in my trailer. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, there's no like crying on the show. There's no drama. Nothing. It's and can you imagine Maggie yeah. Beer putting up with any of that oh, rot? She'd no. be out of there. No, she wouldn't be she'd doing it. Kick you in the teeth first, and then yeah, head she's off. rough. She's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sounds like she's the villain, just quietly. She's not Maggie. No, no, she's a gorgeous girl. Her ice creams are too expensive. But apart from that, <laughs> very nice lady. But when it's that good. Well, this much, like 14 bucks for that much fucking ice cream. Also, burnt fig. Mistakes don't leave the kitchen, Maggie. <laughs> okay? <laughs> About some unburnt fucking fig. I'm swearing a lot. I'm really loose at this late show. I'm crazy. Yeah, away from home. Actually. Away from home, I've had one red wine. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll meet someone on the way home, it's all right. You will. Put your hand down, Thelma. Um, <laughs> oh. This one is titled Lightweight and Commercial. Why are you looking at me? Because it's, it's about me? No. What fucking dog saying shit? <laughs> no. It's, it's not about you. Okay, no, good. you're the closest person to me. All right. Good. I, Let's connect. You've been in West Hollywood. I've not yeah. seen you. This, this is like us. Like if you were my Uber driver, I'd be I'd be talking <laughs> to you like now. Hmm. I'd so be reporting you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also on the wrong side of the car, but you yeah. know, that's my international bias <laughs> showing. You're so travelled. I've been to two countries, <laughs> so um, I've been to other countries. Trust me. Um, lightweight and commercial. I wish to add my support to those readers who have written concerning the dumbing down of the ABC. Mm. In particular. <laughs> 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 Lighten up on the sound effects, Winslow. <laughs> In particular, the decision to remove Red Simons and replace him with two lightweight supposed, mm. in inverted commas, comedians. Mm. Oh, that's That's always a big burn, that's isn't smarts. it? smarts. Yeah. Ouch. Keep this up and ABC's programming managers will have to be careful or there will be complaints of too much competition from the commercial stations. And that's from Barry Stowe in Brighton East. Barry. Barry. That one upset someone called Barry because they're obviously a highly educated CEO and professional who doesn't have time to whinge about the ABC. But in this case, Barry's made an exception. <laughs> um, Barry, Barbara and Brian. Yeah. 
People freebies. love to have a swing at the new cast. They do. They just love to mm. take pot shots at whoever replaces the new person. Everyone loved Red, um, except for the people who are employing him. Um, and so <laughs> he no longer has a position. And shit happens and new people come in. And Barry, get over it. You're going to die. I just... <laughs> Like, it just, just letting him know. I will too. Yeah, yeah. me too. We all will. You will. You will. We're, mm. Yeah. What? Sorry, Daniel. I had to break Not it to you. Not you, darling. It's Easter Sunday. You could be the one. You never know. <laughs> what <laughs> slot is... This is a breakfast. breakfast. You've got two on breakfast. Yes, they've done something they'd Mm. never do at the ABC, which is pair up a duo. So just into Parsons and Sammy. They're they're doing the same thing in Brisbane, but it's going great guns. People are nuts for it. Yes, well, things might happen like that up there because you're a very progressive town. (laughs) But in Melbourne... (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, but it's just mean. Everyone's just being mean to them. So give them a chance. Yeah, that does happen. Because you're... Yes, I got sacked from Mix FM. Yes, it was April Fool's Day. Yes, I got escorted from the premises. Yes, Tom Gleeson was still getting me coffee when he came and found me in security, managed by security into the car park. It was the first day of my opening show of the Georgina monologues. Anyway, it was good. I thought they really thought they were joking. I was really waiting for them to come oh, and go, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Does anyone think that was going to be my question? <laughs> Sorry, I think you said because you worked in radio. I thought that's what you're going to say about being sacked on radio. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what were you going to say? This is the thing. Coming back, and because I don't get to listen to it, but just listening to all the like reading all these letters because people are very upset about Red Simons leaving. Right. Mm. But the one thing I know about Red Simons is him like ruining people's hopes and dreams on Hey Hey It's Saturday <laughs> and hitting the gong. So I'm just like, yeah, suck shit. <laughs> Here's the gong. Yeah. Like I would have liked it on the day he was fired for like Aussie to come up and, and then like some voiceover guys. <laughs> that would have been awesome. That was John Blackman, yeah, who now actually drives for Uber uh, just to tie the whole thing back together. But yeah, so... Um, yeah, I, I don't. He had a good chance before he got the gong, and I think he did like twenty years on Breakfast. That's mm. m- most irregular. You've had a good run as a as a, you know, twenty years on Breakfast Radio. And it's a money. very easy spot to Ooh. do. You got traffic. You got to go to the police. You cross back to traffic again. You actually end up d- making about fourteen minutes of content. Easy. Sick. It's Look easy. At the, the time you got to get up. Yeah, though, I know. That's... But everyone says it about Breakfast. Like. Doing like Triple M Brisbane, I had to get up at quarter past three every morning. So what would you rather, get up at quarter past three or start at but like... He didn't. He'd get in at 5.30. He'd get up at about 10 to 5. What, in the morning? <laughs> yeah. It's still early. Nah, a lot of people are up at five. Best part of the day. Oh. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Would you Dogs, rather, Would you dicks. rather that and have to do 14 minutes of content or do a later time slot and maybe have to come up with like 40 no. minutes of content? Any job where you are going home against the traffic at 9.30 is a good job. Mm. There's there's big upsides. It's a bit, like, anyway, I'm on my own here. Suck it up. You lost your job. Happens <laughs> to people every day. I, I was talking to... Will did the podcast yesterday and he was saying about he was going to be in LA but still doing breakfast radio. And so, and I'm like, oh, so it's going to be at one o'clock. And he's just like, fuck yeah, it's going to be at one o'clock. <laughs> so he's, it's going to be everyone's like 6 a.m. Oh, that's awesome. And it's going to, he's just had his lunch. Yeah, he's, he's awake. Mm. <laughs> it does. At the first day I started radio, I got in a lift with Tim Smith, who said to me, breakfast radio steals all your tomorrows. That was my very first shift. I said, 
Oh, thanks for that. And it sort of does. You've mm. done breakfast radio, haven't you? Mark? Yeah, I've filled in bits and bobs, yeah. commercial breakfast. Yes. And a little bit of ABC, but the commercial breakfast, it's just like, it's like leaching energy out of your very bones yeah, every it does. day. Yeah, yeah. It makes, you leave with osteoporosis at the yeah. end of every shift. It's what, crippling. What was your favourite call-in topic? Oh, tomato sauce. Does it go in the pantry or the fridge? <laughs> 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 That's good. Uh, my favourite was when have you been shot, which I didn't think would go anywhere, but mm. it was Brisbane, right? Mm. So everyone does pigging. So they all go pig hunting. We, I had never knew so many people had been shot. And my other favourite is self-surgery. When have you operated on yourself? Mm. And I had a guy ring in who could, I could hardly get the words out. He was laughing so much. His twin brother had performed his own vasectomy on himself. So they were twins. They'd worked in a surgery together and one was, he said, my brother is such a tight ass. He'd come in on a Sunday afternoon, given himself the anaesthetic, opened his scrot and then passed out. And all he heard was the clankety-clank of his brother falling off the bed that he'd seen. With an open scrotum. (laughs) With an open scrot. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so... You know, I know it's not much harder than twirling spaghetti, but you really should get well, someone else no, to do how it. Could you have an yeah. and not, <laughs> how could you have an anaesthetic and not expect you're going to pass out? Well, mm. he just giving himself the local, obviously. Oh, he was okay. just going to do that bit. <laughs> right. And then another guy rang in who was a dentist who said he'd given himself all this Novocaine. <laughs> and then he got the pliers to remove a rotten tooth and he thought, oh, I should be right, but he didn't know how much pressure to use. Mm. So when he pulled... He, showed, he pulled it out and he'd taken off half his soft palate on the end of the... On the end of I'm going to pass it. Sorry. And he had, then he was like, then I had to go to hospital. And I was like, oh, thank you so much for calling. That has made my day. But this guy didn't even pass out because of pain. Because it had an anaesthetic. So he passed out because of the sight. The sight of, of the I think inside. I think there are things you are not meant to look at yourself. And what was mm. ridiculous is he worked with his twin brother who said, I could have done it for him for nothing. And well, he said, no, I, didn't, I didn't wouldn't trust want my brother him. working That's on my what balls, he said. So. I didn't want my <laughs> his answer was I didn't want my brother touching my nuts. I was like, Well what do you so anyway. But imagine walking in on your like I, so his brother found so he prepared him, passed it out with his balls out and, and it's like, oh, that is some What if his brother was really good though? Like if you were an actor and your brother was like a shit hot director and, you know, your brother said, I'll do that for you. Like yeah. you jump at it. Like why? Because it's... Because it's your dick and... Mm. You know? It's your meat and veg. Dicks and balls. Like yeah. what if he's good at, you know, like if he's really good, like what if he's the best? <laughs> like you're going to stop that? Like if you weren't his brother, you'd be like, oh, thank God, I've got the best. No, it, it, his brother said it was because he was so stingy, so tight with coin, he just didn't want to pay for anyone else to do it and he was scared his brother would invoice him or something. That is pretty funny, though, trying that to do it to himself. <laughs> like <laughs> even just to, like try to have, like, <laughs> the sitting the there thing. and trying it's to... He'd done the whole area, you know, he had the little piece of paper cut around and the things all presenting and then, yeah, went to open it up and went, blonk. Just, ha- just having a craft afternoon, <laughs> just doing some sewing. <laughs> <laughs> but if what my brother, do yeah, your phone rings, you're, like, you're stitching your balls I'm, back. Up. No, I think I'm going to give myself a fucking vasectomy. <laughs> if my brother was an amazing director, I'd rather him operating on my balls than myself. I'm not talking about directing. I'm like, you, oh, you know, like, yeah. oh, if he's a great director, then I'd be like, yeah, that doesn't. No, but I'm just saying, if you had a relative that had a really good skill, then there was that something was the that point. you needed. 
As if you wouldn't utilise it. Why? Because it's his genitals. Because like it's your genitals, Townsy. Because <laughs> you don't want your family to see your genitals. Like, chances are they've seen them. What's you had a it like in your family? You're, you're just like, like yeah, yeah, do you want to have a go on me? No, no of course not. I was just looking at it from another point of view. You know, like if it was any other... <laughs> What I kind of a household? Either. But then if, my, if, if I needed serious surgery, like on my testicles, and my brother was like a the country's best testicle surgeon, and there was no other way that it was going to happen, then yeah, I'd, I'd go for it. Like, you know, yeah. it's better that than a stranger. You know, like I, I can hack into my brother's phone. I can yeah. get his photos off there. Like some yeah. fucking, <laughs> you know, I've had surgery down there. It is awkward. I was like 16. This is like eight people in the room. It's like this is more people than have ever seen me naked ever. And to wake up to have your brother laughing at you with your bag mm. open—that's mean. That would be pretty distressing. Sick. And then ringing a radio station to tell you. What about this? Operating on your own balls yeah. to give you a vasectomy mm. or condoms? I might just take that. You know? Yeah, true. He was looking for the permanent solution. I applaud the vasectomy. I think it's a very good mm. idea. I just, yeah. I just I, If there was painkillers at the end of it, I'd do it, but I don't think there is. <laughs> I think you just get a pack of peas and What's go. What's that? I think you just get a packet of yeah, frozen peas. Like, there's no, there's, no, there's yeah. nothing that would make a go, I'll do this forever. And then they walk like, you past I the d- maternity uh, yeah, ward and say, shut the fuck up. I'd just, rather yeah. be, I'd just be careful. <laughs> I'd just like, nah, it's all right. But fridge or pantry? Uh, it's always, this is the 6am topic in radio, yeah. in commercial radio, when you can't think of anything else and you've got in there at 10 past 5, you're like, oh, no. And they're like, what's in the news? What's in the news? Um, and when there's nothing, it, um, it's it's always 50-50 and people always get, and the people just ring up and go, if you read the side of the label, it actually says, please refrigerate after use. So it's it's no definitive answer, but it gets people bloody talking. <laughs> yeah. I'm fridge just to be safe. Safe from what? I'm pantry. It's, it's all sugar anyway. For it's no reason other than that's what my mum did. Yeah. Also because it comes out <laughs> easier. It's it too does. thick. It's too thick if it's Although, a thing in the fridge. Although, on cold. Ho- hot chips, nice. nice cold sauce is sometimes good. There nice you go. contrast. Mm. You've got your texture, your flavour. Dip. Mm. And chart. that's why the debate continues <laughs> to rage. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but the other one you can't go on with is when animals attack. And we had a woman who rang up once in Queensland who said, who swore this was true, that a pelican took her chihuahua and that she was left holding onto the chihuahua by a string like a kite. I don't know. If, I don't know. We couldn't yeah. disprove it. But animals attacking is always, is always a winner. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. When, what have you been bitten by? People fucking love it. Mm. The and in Queensland, lit up. you get crocodiles, you get sharks, yeah. you get really good spiders, all sorts of things. Did I'd a chihuahua ever ring up and say pelican? <laughs> but I just lo- I just had this vision of this woman holding onto her chihuahua pelican kite, mm. walking along the beach. <laughs> she got it back, but it was all mucusy and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, she held on. Thirty twenty four ten. we're going to get you a new chihuahua. I sent it out here this morning. <laughs> That's my radio voice. <laughs> she got it back. It sounds like she went to like beach lost property or something. <laughs> she held on to that pelican, I think, and just virtually yoinked it out of its mouth and then had to rinse it off under a tap. Who were you on with in Brisbane Triple M? Greg Martin, Ian Skippen and uh, Greg Sullivan. Oh. Yes. Greg Martin. Yes. Ian Skippen and another Greg. Greg, Greg. S- Sullivan. You know Sully. Yeah, I know yeah. Sully. So yeah. what was the show called? Who was the first name? The Cage. We the didn't ca- I remember the cage. the cage with the Ian Skippen, actually. Skip, yes, Skip okay. got number gotcha. one. Yeah. I remember that era very well. Mm. What is? What did the cage? I always saw people in the cage. Isn't there a cage mm. now? 
I think the cage has come back now. It went out for a while now, then they put it back. But you knew that you were close to losing your job and they'd do the photo shots and you'd have to stand on the end and you'd think, okay, I may not get another contract (laughs) (laughs) because I'll just slice you off and then insert, you know, next girl, you Mm. know, to be the laugh track. The cage is feeling a bit smaller today. Yes. Yes. (laughs) How about this one? On the wrong side. Are manufacturers of expensive European cars to skint to produce Australian-made advertisements night after night. Mm. TV watchers are faced with cars speeding on the right-hand side of roads in foreign landscapes. (laughs) Surely it is not too much to expect the likes of BMW and Mercedes to produce adverts that conform to Australian road rules. Fuck me, swinging. Yeah, seriously. That is unbelievable. And that is from Peter Fag of Blackburn. <laughs> <laughs> How do you spell that? Sorry? A double G, I'm guessing. No, double G at the end. Double G. Yeah. But you couldn't G. even make that up. If you were, if, even if you were thinking to scam this somehow, like one week you couldn't find a letter good enough. Like you couldn't even make that up. Like if, as a complaint. Dear about something Peter, to write in. Like, you're a fuckhead. Jesus. Also, <laughs> <laughs> if they remade all the ads, that would be a cost in the BMW, Audi, Mercedes-Benz, Porsche budget, which would thusly, Peter, could you not deduce that the price then of your Australian car, including the luxury car tax, would thus be higher? Fuck wit. Can we, like, can you, can you extract this little piece of audio and send it to him <laughs> just, to, just to explain it like seriously like that is that is ridiculous mm. like the other ones I'm just listening whatever whatever but really someone took the time out of their day to write a letter it's about sad. that yeah also like, it's aspirational like advertising yeah the we're location in an ad we're dreaming we're dreaming big do you know what's really scary someone might be married to that man and she probably had to listen. Now, no, listen, I'm going to read it out to you again before I send it. I just want to get you to run an eye over this, Dale. Does this, do you think it actually says what I'm trying to say? And if she is, I hope she murders him in his sleep. Yeah. <laughs> just well, actually yeah. runs yeah. him over with a Mercedes and gets a left-hand drive one just to do the fucking job. Yeah. She's probably the one woman in Australia that does want the three cock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyone but Pete. She's married one, anyway, yeah. Oh my god! It's not. That's okay. I won't get into it. That that's per- he just mad, needs that to. Do, he just needs to go and have a trip through the burns unit of the children's hospital. That man. I'm sorry, but there are just some people. I just say you need to go to the burns yeah. unit. Like you need to go and get some perspective. Get some perspective. Yeah, Online. Yeah, totally. yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I th- as a spectator, you mean? Yes. Oh no! Okay. I could make yeah. it. I could e- make either or. Because <laughs> for, for a minute there, well, I, I thought you wanted to like set like, him alight. <laughs> I thought you wanted to set him alight. And then give him fake ID so he can get into the children's no, ward. I, ju- <laughs> I just want him to have a think about what really matters mm, in life. Mm. Or how about this? Watch the ads through a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> and get good. less upset. <laughs> yes. That's so that'd, good. That would make such a great reply. Why is BMW's letters the wrong way round? <laughs> <laughs> Please thank our guest, George McEnroe. <laughs> Daniel Towns and the bake-loving girl herself, Melinda Buttle. Please thank Steel Saunders, our amazing host. Uh, I am Steel Saunders and I do love Green Guys Letters. Give it up for your guests. Bye-bye. Hey. 
Hey, you guys, as the episode's plugs were a little out of date, I just want to let you guys know where you can catch our guests at the upcoming comedy festivals in Australia. You can see Mel Buttle in her new show, Welcome Aboard, at the Brisbane Comedy Festival, March 12th to March 17th. Uh, at the Gold Coast Laughs Festival on March 21st and at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival from March 28th to April 21st. And you can get all the details at comedy.com.au. Daniel Towns is doing his show, The World is Amazing and Everyone's a Winner at the Perth Comedy Festival on May 10th, the Sydney Comedy Festival, May 1st to May 5th, and the Canberra Comedy Festival on the 22nd of March 2019. And you can get details on all those shows at danieltowns.com. And you can get all the details on George McEncrow's revolutionary Sheba Ride Share app at sheba.com.au or you can download the rider app on the apple app store or hey buddy or you can download the rider app on the apple app store or google play but thanks so much to george dan and mel for a uh, an awesome night and that was a really fun show and i had very fond memories listening back to it after discovering this lost episode and there's one more episode as well that i have and in the meantime i'll be you know, a lot of people calling out for new episodes it is very hard to get them done in LA uh, with the amount of people that uh, could do the show. And also, I'm not sure if you guys know, but I've got a little boy now, little Harrison, who I'm cradling while I uh, record this outro. But I've got some ideas for something that I would be able to do out of LA that would involve uh, many Green Guide letter guests. And uh, I, we'll, we'll see how we go. We'll see how we go if we can announce that when I bring out the, uh, the other Lost Live episode. Harrison here is very, very keen. If you miss the regular episodes and you enjoyed this one, give us a, uh, a sweet bit of word of mouth on social media. I Love GG Letters is the Twitter account and the new episode announcement will be pinned to the top of that feed and you can also check out I Love Green Guide Letters on Facebook and uh, yeah if you guys can do a bit of sizzle and uh, remind people that uh, the podcast is uh, the feed's still there and a new episode's up that would be uh, that would be amazing and um, it would it would really help Get the next one up super quick as well. Trust me. And uh, also, if you want to listen back to uh, our 200 and something something episodes, uh, they are all up in full on the I Love Gringo Letters Patreon, where uh, just for $3 a month, you get an RSS feed direct to your podcast app of choice. And you can listen to... Every episode, that will take you a very long time, but there is some amazing stuff in there. But um, yeah, if you want to get into our back catalogue, that is the place to do it. 
the uh, the previous 25 episodes are on the iTunes feed. And then, uh, yeah, we save all the back catalogue for those uh, willing to chuck down a couple of bucks for the month. But trust me, you'll get some serious listening out of that. And also, you can check out my Star Wars podcast, Steel Wars, which is a uh, a humorous, passionate look at uh, Star Wars fandom with interviews, news, um, live blog pods at uh, events and all that sort of stuff. And uh, I really love making that. So you can check that out on Twitter at Steel Wars or just uh, search Steel Wars on your podcast app and uh, check it out. Ben Mendelsohn came on it, guys. So uh, at the very least, check out a bit of Mendo. Hey, um, I hope you enjoyed a bit of I Love Green Guide Letters. And um, yeah, it's an honor to be back in your ears. And I really appreciate it. I am Steel Saunders and I do love Green Guide Letters. Say that with authority. Sweet edit.